This is a honky tonk man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. You are listening to... And you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Hello, ladies! Probably only two of you. Um, I would say more. I'd say seven. Seven. Seven ladies. I would say of all of our listeners, there are seven girlfriends in cars right now going not this. <laughs> Brad, no, no, Brad, no, Brad. <laughs> that was very fun. Every time we met a fan and they have a, a significant other who's a lele, they uh, are always like, "I hate you guys." Um, <laughs> my favorite one. I don't know if I told you about this. Which there was a, an Irish couple who came in Edinburgh. Yeah, who came to the wrestling that yeah. i did and then in the seven days they like looked me up and they were like oh he's got a wrestling podcast and clearly the man liked it more than the lady which she was like <laughs> some of the episodes are very funny and i'm like aha <laughs> <laughs> some of them yeah some of, and then she was like what is tna and he was like i wanted you to explain to her what tna is <laughs> oh yeah total non-stop action plus it means tits and ass since we're talking did you know that that's now come to light that vince russo did that intentionally that he was like of course he did what he also had a <laughs> sports entertainment extreme sex you mean sex yeah when it's clearly should be c <laughs> if you're gonna make what do you call them factions and, uh, no i was gonna say anagram no, oh, okay. wait, not anagram. <laughs> well, how much of a wrestling fan am I? Me, me a faction? <laughs> Make it work. They're it's faction. the worst when people are like, like remember in the 90s, people would have signs like raw, and they'd be like, erratic, <laughs> alternative. Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you, you couldn't figure out an R word, could you, you fucking loser? Yeah. Really assholes soaking wet. Soak it in my body. All right. Um, This week is Sean Morley. Quite possibly the most fascinating man not inside the ring. He is a massive libertarian who forced Edge to live in the Caribbean with him for a while so they could avoid taxes. (laughs) What? (laughs) At the beginning of their WWE run, Sean Morley went to Edge and was just like, "Ah, you know how we're friends? Uh, Yeah, Sean, I do. All right, here we got to avoid paying taxes, so we'll, <laughs> we'll move to Antigua. Or they moved to one of the Caribbean islands, like, yeah. off the coast of Florida, which, like, he was like, it was really nice, but, like, you're there for two days, and an extra day would just be trying to get a boat home. Jesus Christ. Well, that's, all right, so here's the story. We'll start even before his wrestling. You want to know how he became a libertarian? <laughs> did he read Did he read Ayn Rand while being put in a headlock? No, it's way more... It's way more selfish. Here's what happened. So he had to pay taxes once. Yes, I don't like legit it. <laughs> no, yeah. I said that as a joke. Yeah, he was a, all right. So he's a 17 year old, and he put together a thing where he would just do people's eavesdrops, and then like he's since he's in Canada and it's really quaint. Some people were like, "Oh, won't you and some of your friends get some uh, fucking friends together and clean out my eavesdrops, there, buddy?" And then they did, and uh, so him and his friends would clean these eavesdrops. Uh, about five of his friends, they would do it just cash, and then it got so, apparently he got, and apparently it got so, like, out of hand, he wasn't just doing it for friends anymore, he was doing it for, like, actual people who didn't really know him. This is before Craigslist, before your, like, entire business was just putting up an ad, right? Yeah. So, 
word of mouth gets around, he's good at it, like whatever that means, cleaning up eavesdrops. He has arms and a ladder. Exactly. And him and his friends are in shape guys. So they can just, they have energy. We're buff boys. Who wants to kiss my dick? <laughs> so he goes around and then. Hello, eavesdrops. Two people claimed it on their taxes. They claimed this eavesdrop cleaning on their taxes. And they were like, oh, well, you can produce a receipt and an invoice. And he was like, no, I'm 17. And then that one experience, he was like, this is fucking bullshit. Wait a minute. That's my goddamn money. So he didn't even. You're get- taking my money? That's thievery, goddammit. So wait, 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 wait. So he didn't even get like a tax lien or anything like that. They just asked him for a receipt and he was like, paperwork? Fuck you. That's pretty much it, yes. He was just like, what is it? Okay. I work for my money. That Jew works for his money. Why should that Jew get any of my money? Here's the thing with libertarianism. Their presidential candidate, Gary Johnson, ran a terrible campaign and lost in a time when the libertarian candidate could have like they're done na- some damage. Could have done some damage. The number two running up was a, a man named John McAfee, who straight up paid for a man to be murdered in Belize. <laughs> what? How did that happen? He was living next to a guy and he had rabid dogs. John McAfee is the guy who created McAfee Security. There's a documentary on him called Gringo on Netflix that is must watch. John McAfee, oh, McAfee Security. So like, oh, the uh, antivirus program. The antivirus program. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Okay. The guy who created that. Right. I wonder what Norton's up to. <laughs> it's Jim Norton, the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that guy who created the biggest antivirus um, uh, software uh like in the world i didn't realize how big mcafee was oh it's huge he uh went basically got like hundreds of millions of dollars yeah spent a lot of it on houses and yoga retreats that didn't fulfill him then he just moved to belize to do cocaine and build a militia yep <laughs> while also employing a scientist which he for sure raped like the, she's in the documentary oh, no. and the minute she comes in you're like oh this ends badly this and, he, and it, as predicted then like in every documentary soft piano music rains on a leaf and you're like she's about to discuss the time he raped her and i was 100 this piece guy is a piece of shit then after that happened he shut down his um his holistic pharmaceutical lab and then just moved to another part of the island where he just had a bunch of whores who shit in his mouth i like that (laughs) all right so far he's one for five um so rape don't ma- like murder <laughs> wait no, rape counts for the other four strikes <laughs> shitting in the mouth is one <laughs> so yeah so four five strikes to one shit in the mouth has an army his neighbor doesn't like this guy has just a pack of rabid dogs in front of his house so his um so this guy murdered the dogs because they kept attacking kids and so he in response to that paid someone to murder him Jesus fucking Christ. Then he went on the run from the uh, government of Belize, which he claims were trying to kill him in the first place. Yeah. Got into, snuck into Guam or Guatemala, I can't remember. Gave an interview to Vice. Vice didn't turn their cell phones off properly, so the uh, Interpol just geo-locked it and was like, oh, they're doing a live stream from right there. Go there. Arrest him. Jesus. He faked a heart attack. I hope no one wants to watch this documentary, by the way. Continue. No. Watch this. I am glossing over... It's like two hours long, and you're if you know all of it going in, you're still like, this is amazing. If you know. If you know. Oh, if you know. Comes back to America after getting extradited, runs yeah. for the libertarian nomination. Yes. And is second. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, guy who cannot name Syria. Does not know what Aleppo is. Nope. Number two is actual rapist and murderer. But that's the libertarian. 
You know what? Did he pay taxes on that murder? <laughs> no. Nope. Libertarianism. That Belize is a paradise. They don't got the hand in your pocket where you can keep your bullets. So if your neighbor steps out of line, you shoot him in the back of the fucking <laughs> head. You know the crazy thing is, is that if you look at it, really look at it, then really a big missed tag team opportunity in the late Sean 90s. Mo- and the, Kane. The li- <laughs> Sean Morley and Kane. Jacobs could be, in 2020, the Libertarian nominee for president. Uh, yeah. It's completely... Because they now have... Ba- they they want enough of a vote that they have ballot access in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. Meaning that they are now in every state. So they are like Ross Perot and the Reform Party. They are going to chip away at the Republican ability to win. Here is... Meaning, Glenn J... Do you understand that that means that Trump will have to address the Katie Vick situation on Twitter? I'll tell you why I don't like Glenn Jacob, Jacobs. He fucked my friend, Vince McMahon's dead friend, Katie. <laughs> or is it kind of weird that he didn't choke slam Kane, did he? Or Kane didn't choke slam Donald Trump, but it's feasible that Kane w- could have choke slammed Donald no, Trump. No, but he can get Stone Cold Steve Austin to come to a rally where Stone Cold stunner Donald Trump. Yes. Let's. Do you I know, think Stone Cold do you could actually stunner Donald Trump. Do you understand he how could actually do that? Do you understand how many elected like? officials in America have on television, on tape, have beat up a member of the McMahon family, a governor and a president? Which, Jesse, Jesse no. Ventura at SummerSlam '99 threw Shane McMahon over the top rope and said, "Tell that to your father, you little snot." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Jesse the Body Ventura will be a great episode when we get to it. So, John, where did Thank Sean you. Morley learn to be a pro wrestler? Uh, I believe he learned from the missing link, Dewey, what's his face? Yeah, Dewey Robertson. Dewey Robertson in Toronto. In the Tita. Yeah, because he, he started with Edge, Christian, yeah. Yeah. and him were like the big sort of big three. They were the prodigies. That's a crazy scene at that time because it's Edge, Christian, Val Venus, Rhino. Oh, yeah. Rhino, cause in, Rhino's in Detroit. So Detroit's like two hours from Toronto? Two, two and a half. No, wait. Two and a half, three. Depending on the border, three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go to that McDonald's. Most expensive McDonald's in North America. Really? The one on that border. It is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do go to the McDonald's in South Africa. They got a whole subsection of chicken sandwiches. Really burn your fucking ass. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? In South Africa, they have a whole subsection of just chicken sandwiches. Man, they saw you coming around the fucking corner. Oh, so good. <laughs> specifically spiced. <laughs> in other countries... Please tell they, me it was called specifically spiced. In other countries, like we were, I was in Portugal and we never went to a McDonald's, but let me tell you, they had a burger by a chef. They actually credited the chef, like the chef came up with this burger. Because... There's certain countries where it's like, how do they, how does this over-the-counter bullshit food get past people? Oh, they just make up that a chef made it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no chef in McDonald's. It's just, this chef depressed teenager. It's much like how you can get lobster sandwiches in the McDonald's in Maine. Really? Yeah. What do you think? They're pretty fucking great. What do you Again, th- no one talks about it. filet of fish it's quality fucking burger. No, it's not. It's great. No, it's not. I love a filet of fish Which fish is it? Fish. Exactly. Well, if you where show me the fucking. Bird. If you went into a place and you were like, "Oh, what kind of fish do you have?" Uh, we've cod, we've halibut, we've salmon. What kind of uh, like uh, beef do you have? 
Meat. We have the meat. Uh, is that to a McDonald's. No, no, that's it's McDonald's. Meat. No, but it's not. That's not beef. Oh, it's not beef. Yeah. I pay my fucking taxes. All right. It's beef. I'm gonna beef on you. Ooh, you have no beef. You have no. I got a fat beef. I got a fat beef in my tiny, barnyard. Tiny beef. My barnyard. Nice. Nice. So he started. He's the holy. He is the. He is part of the fucking holy foursome of to wrestling. Booyah! Man who shits a face. Guy who's fucked on air. Dude who wore <laughs> a. Um, uh, dude who wore a net T-shirt for over a year. There's also Tiger. Uh, Tiger uh, Ali Singh. Tiger Ali Singh. Or was it Tiger and, Jeet Singh? Uh, Joey Legend, also known as Just Joe. Who's Joey Legend? Joey Legend was a big dude in the independence in Toronto, and then he went to WWF for a minute. Because the thing what people forget, <laughs> people people forget about the WCW and WWF during this era. Even though it was like you think about, it, it's all global and blah blah blah. Very much that the WWF did still pull from the northern talent, and the WCW did very much pull from southern talent. Because again, it was they were going with their old contacts, so they still yeah. knew like Red Bastion and Jack Tunney were driving yeah. around in Cadillacs, and they're like. Uh, I saw this Morley kid, and he wouldn't shut the fuck up about <laughs> consolidated tax no, reform. He, he doesn't shut the fuck up. Like, trying to his, a his, shoot interview. His kayfabe commentaries is madness, because it's you can tell that they basically worked out where it's like, talk about wrestling for a bit, then you can talk about libertarianism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, every third question would then be like, and that's why we need tax reform in this country. It's like, shut the fuck up, Well, because man. he has this big leap in, which we'll get into later, but he has this big curve into what he does is he talks about how the, the certain bills the WWE has supported just because of digital rights. Yeah. There's that, what, what bill was it? It was like a bunch of years ago. Starts with an S. Not, oh, um, SOPA? SOPA. So WWE gave majorly in support of SOPA. Yeah, because... Mad about know, that, but the thing is, Vince McMahon is pretty much a libertarian because a libertarian is. You don't get any of my fucking money, poor people. Get your fucking hands off uh, my fucking Manolo shoes. Okay, all right? get for those your hands you off know, my shoes, you dirty you, shit. For those of you who don't know what SOPA is, it is it was the ability to track and figure out basically who um, who was downloading what off the internet. It was the yeah. So they would just it, start pressing charges against people yeah. using their Morpheuses and their Kazas. And their eye Man, meshes. I miss Kazaa. Why? I just want some of that porn that I got off of that thing because there was only a there was Ooh, also yeah. there was a pretty limited amount of what porn you could get off of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was that really tanned couple where the girl had a heart tattoo right up above her puss. And then there was that one where it was two schoolgirls. One called Lolly. <laughs> <laughs> Back when you had porn on your hard drive. I a friend of mine. Not only do you not have DVDs of porno anymore. Why have it on your hard drive? A friend of mine, I was at his place, and he had like all his hard drive stacked up, and then he had one of them that was at like the very bottom, and I was like, and it was just askew in a way, and I was like, what's that one? He was like, it's where I keep my porn. And I was like, <laughs> wait, you have a hard drive just for your porn? And he was like, what if the internet goes out? And I was like, don't jack off, man. <laughs> just think of a real thought, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, just, just I've been there, though. I have never downloaded. I don't think I've ever. I don't know if I've told this story before, but- I was uh, I was Ronry and I was uh, <laughs> in a like bed and breakfast with no Wi-Fi in rural England, like the Midlands, just after a gig, and uh, I wanted to go to Jack City, to New Jack City, <laughs> some would say, and uh, I tried to go on my like Wi-Fi and I couldn't because of the parental lock that Virgin Mobile automatically has. Yeah, they have to be 99p to take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I'm like, <laughs> and it was like, oh, I get an email. And then I was like, I tried to figure out a way around it where I didn't have to call somebody because I didn't <laughs> want to call somebody and be like, I'd like to masturbate, please. <laughs> so I went into this online community to see, or like the comment thread to see how to maybe get it off. And uh, the tagged post at the start was Virgin Media giving the most passive-aggressive, you're-all-perverts thing, where it's like, there's an overwhelming demand for adult content on our network. <laughs> we realize a lot of you demand adult content. <laughs> it was just, like, basically, it was a computer-generated message being like, just think of it. We know you've never had girlfriends before, <laughs> so you can't recall what that is. But just... Just get a bit more creative with the searches, and you'll find something on a blog spot, which you will. Is that what you did? Yeah. Here's what I do. There you go. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. All your favorite porn sites, they post the trailers right on Twitter. Boom. Wait a minute. So you jack off like 10 seconds or something? No, no. They'll have a full three-minute clip. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand the idea of a three-minute clip. Great. In but like, who thinks that who thinks that a three minute clip won't suffice somebody? <laughs> oh, is it? What do you mean that that's? But that's enticing. Like, if we release an episode, you're like, oh, we released forty five minutes of it. What does the extra ten sound like? Oh, it's just us wrapping up and asking for money. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. yeah. No. Exactly. Like, I I don't understand why. That's the problem with porn trailers. It's like they have such they have crazy amounts of hits. Problem with porn is. That no one will admit that if you legitimately sponsored porn, you would get so many fucking hits off of it. Because it's you, it's a captured audience. They're there looking at that screen for a long time. But like Nike's never going to be like, right before we watch Cum Lappers, <laughs> well, here's Air a Jordans. Interesting question, though. Do you think... Now, here's something. When I watched a bunch of Val Venus matches... I'm glad you brought it back to Valvinus because we are almost 20 minutes in and I think this is the least we've ever talked about wrestling. Listen, my segues are fucking mint and then you just fucking ruin everything. Sorry, Dylan. I didn't realize you were a fucking idiot. The director in a fucking movie goes, oh, we're switching scenes now. No. Very smooth. This for is my stand-up comedy. Oh, was a guy talking about ball sacks? Now he's talking about ball hair. I didn't even notice the change. That's the noise all the listeners are making based on the fact that you're a piece of shit. He's shooting. They're shooting loads. So before he was... Uh, Shoot loads! Before he fucked chicks. Before he fucked chicks. As part of the Attitude Era. He was in... Uh, he, uh, Mr. Morley was in Puerto Rico. He was in Mexico. Mexico. He was a robot in Mexico. He was a robot in Mexico. He, was, he was a fuck robot in the uh, WWF. But he comes in and... Do you know how he got to be Valvinus? They wanted someone to be a porn star, and he looked the most like a porn star? Yeah. Well, Vince Russo claims that he came up with it all, of course. But basically, yeah. And he looks a lot like a porn he, star. He was also, by the way, and this is the beginnings of my porn viewing career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 1998 was... 13. That, 13. 13, 14. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. That was the, where it was like, what's this now? And he, for certain details, a couple of things. One... Stringy wet, red, wet hair, perfect. Yeah. Goatee, absolutely. Yeah. Voice, perfect. The one thing that was the best was no, no, no. Here's his original trunks that had a dick on them. Really? Do you remember his original? So his original trunks, so the trunks we all know of are they're that weird purple, and then they're sort of like a white sparkly thing in front of the dick and behind the asshole. Yeah. His original ones, they didn't go, they didn't meet in the middle. 
it circled down sort of right at the bottom, like right where the chode begins. So it looked like he had a <laughs> fucking dickhead. That's amazing. I, I was going to say perfectly that he about him being a porn star is here's something that no one catches. Red face, completely white body. Oh, wow. That is a very much... That is a porn star thing. Hello, ladies. And I also, can't find his original trunks. Fuck. Uh, it's very subtle. Um, Ooh, subtle. So it's one of those things. So he comes in, and may I say, this is one of the best ways to debut a wrestler ever. And in terms of gimmicks, yeah, it's seedy, but it's also such a perfect heel, like end run version of of like Rick Rude. Of the model Rick Martell of like, okay, all of them, the implication was like, I'm here to fuck your wives. I'm yeah, here yeah, yeah. to fuck your wife. Yeah. This one was, I fucked your wife. I have a video of it. And they would just show it to people. Ah! <laughs> so, yeah, he was given Val Venus. Um, did you know, he, all right, so he filmed a bunch of vignettes with uh, Jenna Jenna Jam and Jason in Bruce Pritchard's house. Yeah, in the hot tub. And what did Vince McMahon say about Jenna Jameson? Too ugly. Looks like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she looks like a porn star, Bruce. That's the If you ever wonder what madness lives in that man's head, get me a porn star. She looks like a porn star. That's so funny. What porn is he watching? Why isn't she crying? <laughs> <laughs> what oh, do you I mean like she's it. doing this for herself? He probably just what? No, Vince McMahon doesn't have time for porn. He has time for real sex <laughs> from behind, so he can send an email. You know, <laughs> he's still on Twitter while he's fucking. So he um he actually was very very over. Uh, oh my god, he was when he first started. He was huge for two years, but he wasn't like he was supposed to be a heel. But then, like you said, like the continuation of the Rick Rude, that fucking scummy. It was, and it was also it was the beginning of the Attitude Era, where it was like, I know you're not supposed to like this guy, but he fucks, and these people don't. Like it's one of those things where it's like, are you as a 14 year old boy gonna root for this man? Said because his wife's left him, or the man who's like, ha ha. Fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into some classic angles, but like right now, we're I, gonna get into them right now because it's. Has anyone peaked this early other than maybe Goldberg? Sable. China as a wrestler is about same timeline, but I would say he's in the top five of like peaked so quickly, and also yeah. could never come back from it in this. Never, yeah. The thing that they should have done with him is in the way they should they did it with Goldust, where it's like it's Dustin Reynolds. Or it's or it's Goldust. When he was like Chief Sean Morley, and then they finally fired him. What they should have done is like, if you fire me, you know it's gonna happen. And then the next week, <laughs> it's just Eric Bischoff's wife on this just Titan. Hello, but he was one of the ones that fell by the wayside. He was one of the ones that fell by the wayside. Well, it's because the problem with it is that we got to move away from the Attitude Era. So it's all right if Don Marie fucks a man to death. But a man can't do that. Man can't fuck. Only women can fuck now. We are the because pro- again, the thing they were going away from it. But in the same way, they also were going way more extreme. Oh, Sable, you remember when you sued the company for sur- sexual harassment? You're back in the company, and Vince McMahon's gonna do that on television now. Yeah, I mean, there's no, 
but there's all right. So Valvinus, let's, let's completely go through the Kayentai Valvinus thing. Thank God. So he basically is fucking on Mr. Yamaguchi-san's wife. Yes. He's by the way, Yamaguchi-san's wife is looks like Yamaguchi-san's daughter to the point that I yeah. missed the raw that set it up because it was it was over like two or three raws, right? Yes. So I missed the raw that set it up. I only then got to the raw where it was him banging Yamaguchi-san's wife. Yeah. I thought that was Yamaguchi-san's daughter where I was like, wow, this is extreme. <laughs> He's also getting blown and just not reacting. <sighs> like every video is him smoking what? a cigar and then she comes up and what he's were just they, not reacting. What were the videos called? Do you remember what the porn titles were called? No. I know that the Marlena one was the preacher's wife. Yeah, the preacher's wife. Yeah, I watched that. What? <laughs> you watched that? I watched the segment. What was... The it's all the same thing. The girl's under the covers. He's smoking an unlit cigar. She comes up. What is the okay? So the choppy choppy pee pee. Choppy choppy pee pee. So it's so good. Okay. Here's the worst thing about it. They hired John Wayne Bobbitt. Okay, we're not even getting there yet. Okay. So you want to? So here's so basically uh, he's fucking his wife, and uh, then there's a tag match between Kai and Tai, uh, Funaki and Dick Togo versus Val Venus and Taka Michinoku. And I don't know how anyone could have thought Taka wasn't going to just turn on Val Venus, but he immediately did. Drop kicks Val Venus. It's revealed that Val has been fucking on his sister, which you can't do. You can't fuck a man's sister. Yeah, it turned out that it was Ta- uh, Taka Michinoku's sister. That's right. That was actually... Yeah. Um. And then, of course, because they're all they're all Japanese, they have to all be in the same stable. They drag Val Venus to the back, and um, they are about to cut off legit cut off his dick with a sword. It's one of the best things ever. Yeah, he's in a sword. So they come in the camera. He's got his back turned. They've keep in mind they're about to castrate a man live on television, and they've blurred his ass. Yeah, and then he, he the sword drops. And then next week, actual wife beater and horrible man John Wayne Bobbitt yeah. is hired by the WWE. If you don't know who John Wayne Bobbitt is, basically... His wife cut off his dick because she was sick and tired of him beating the shit out of her all the time. Sexually, physically, and emotionally, uh, emotionally abusing her. Um, and then she cut off, and then she eventually snapped and cut off his dick and threw it out a window. Of a moving car. Yeah. They found it and reattached it. But John Wayne Bobbitt, you can't you can't find a picture of John Wayne Bobbitt where he doesn't look like a piece of shit. He's a All piece right, of shit. Look at the Wikipedia. Look John up the Wayne Wikipedia Bob- of John Wayne Bobbitt, and he's just got <laughs> <laughs> he's got John Lennon glasses, but just right at the end of his nose, <laughs> yeah. like he's checking you out through the screen. Yeah. John Wayne Bobbitt is up there with oh, uh, what the fuck is the guy the Long Island Lolita. Oh, what the guy who always wears Zumba pants? The Long Island Lolita guy wears. Ty- Zumba type pants. in Long Island Lolita. Long Island Lolita. Um, the guy who's. I'm just gonna get a bunch of porn. No, you're not. The guy who's the guy who's fucking a teenager, Mary jo- he, and whose wife Mary Joe Capecta got oh, shot in the face. Okay, I remember this guy, Amy Fisher. Yeah, it was Amy Fisher was the woman who shot his wife in the face. Jesus. Joey Buttafuoco. Joey Buttafuoco. That's great. Joey Buttafuoco, man, the so. 90s were crazy. <laughs> this is what happens to the world when America's economically strong. People's dicks get chopped. <laughs> well, that's the that's the thing where it's like, 
Oh, fuck, there's no blood on TV. Go to sex. Choppy, choppy, pee-pee. Choppy, 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 pee-pee. So they go to chop his dick off. He misses due to a little bit of shrinkage. And then the ne- my favorite thing is, this is a baby face in 1998. He says they're finally together, him and Yamaguchi-san's wife, and he tells her to hit the bricks. He tells her to hit the bricks and uh, get the fuck out of here. She's like almost crying, and then he goes, and then he just tosses her a battery on the way out for a dildo. You yeah, know, I understood what it was for. For a dildo. So, do you want to break up with someone like that? Every day. I love my girlfriend a lot. I want to break up with her that way. Just wants to see what happens. <laughs> You'd be your house would be on fire. Just You'd to see how quickly she would throw the battery at me and beat the fuck out of someone. The battery would be in your dick hole. Yeah. Would sideways. Just you'd be bought. So they just hired a wife beater. Like yeah. an open wife beater for this fucking shit. As opposed to the, all the alleged wife beaters they employ. Listen, man, there's a there's a difference. You could have oh. hired anyone else. No, there's only so many people who have their dicks cut off too. <laughs> I mean you kinda just <laughs> You just you know what you can do? Not have the guy whose dick got cut off be on your television. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Jesus fucking Christ. But Valvinus was, he was undefeated, and honestly, if you look at this, this is going to sound weird. I think Triple H took a lot of his new, his game promo style from Valvinus. Yeah. He <laughs> took the voice. Yeah. I think that Valvinus and, like, but legitimately, Val- okay. Triple H must have seen Valvinus as a threat, because the only thing that made Triple H popular was the people around him for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, it was in DX, and DX was popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Val Venus is the same size as Triple H, same look as Triple H. Same working style. Yeah, and like, I think better promos. Like, I think Val Venus... Better promos, and the thing with Val Venus, this is something that the WWE is sorely lacking now, which is in a mid-card, it's a strong mid-card, but it's also standout interesting feuds yeah. on the mid-card, where it's like, that's not going to be the last match of a pay-per-view. No, Choppy Chop, but like... But Choppy Choppy BB, keep in mind, played out, was never a pay-per-view <laughs> angle. Choppy Choppy BB. No, but it was just, it was the closing of that Raw. Yeah, it, it was, was a cliffhanger. Yeah. Cliffhanger of that Raw. Is his dick cut off? Wrapped. As <laughs> if he was going to come out and be like, check it out. <laughs> and it's just so much blood. It's, like, <laughs> it's still bleeding. So it's Choppy Choppy BB, but then it goes... Also, cho- not my, I, I want to, before you say this, not my comment, but our mutual friend Tim Renko said... Does his dick break the sword? <laughs> like he thought that's what happened? Like what if he hit the sword? And he was like, oh yeah. And it's just the sword goes, what? And that's what they should have done. They should have done it that his dick got hard. Yamaguchi-san's wife ran have in. Have they done this gimmick with Joey Ryan? Oh my God. His dick they could do be- the exact same thing with Joey Ryan, but his dick breaks the sword. I can only imagine <laughs> if the WWE was WWE 1998 now with Joey Ryan, do you understand he would be the world champion? I'm actually surprised Joey Ryan hasn't come into the Fed. There's no way he could be. I mean, he's great, but it's probably just the size thing. Joey Ryan's just like Val Venus, but he. Like, Val Venus is. Complete thought on Joey Ryan in a bit, but like Valvinus is important because he's also one of the stamps, like not the first, but one of the stamps of this is Vince Russo's mid card now. Yeah, like Vince Russo 
for whatever you can oh, say about his contributions to The Rock or whatever, he made that mid-card what it was, and Val Venus was a big fucking part of that. People forget how over he was for those two years. Oh, my God. He was huge. It was... It was basically up. He was a big fucking deal throughout, and it's also who how they paired it because you knew how it was going to go. So it was, um, and they even tried to, by the way, do it with Brian Pillman beforehand. Was doing this where he stole Marlena yeah. from Goldust, and yeah, then Marlena they, got fucked a lot by other men, fakely, fakely. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was choppy choppy pee pee. Then there was one. There was Marlena was the last one because that brought back Goldust. Yes. Oh no! It might have been the next one was Marlena because then you had the artist formerly known as Goldust, and then he was Dustin Runnels immediately talking about the prophet will rise. Yes. Then the preacher's wife. Yes, it was that, and then you had the Shattered Dreams promo, the best thing ever, because that was 1998 breakdown. So it was after the yeah. summer of. So it was. Yeah. Um. It was then Marlena was his, and then Ryan Shamrock was the next one. <laughs> yeah, he just fucking on, fucking on. Ryan fucking Shamrock's on the best one, which was essentially, you can't fuck my sister, I do that. <laughs> well, because that was Ken Shamrock's real girlfriend. That's so weird. It's very odd. He was like, because he was like, can my girlfriend have a job? And Vince was like, how about she's your sister? <laughs> your sister you do what shane's never been the man but to he do. always has wanted to be like and then siblings Fuck. imagine this you've employed your daughter to be a vp in your company and during an actual meeting for your company you say oh you're pregnant let's tell the world i'm the father we'll make some money this is probably one of the best synopsis of the feud though because it revealed terry's pregnant and then Valvinus dumps her. <laughs> <laughs> Baby face. <laughs> and he's not Oh, gross. And then he just leaves. It's it's the attitude era in a gimmick. And he's so good at it. He's amazing. And also, by the way, so memorable. And also there was very like the Godfather was a similar gimmick. Because Godfather was like, Valvinus was like, I'm here to fuck you. And Godfather was like, instead of wrestling. You fuck these people. Yeah, they were in a tag team called Supply and Demand. <laughs> when was that tag team? That was very that was short. very short lived. Short lived. Oh, what a tag team! But they feuded with the acolytes a bit. That um, was that was in the lead up to. Oh, it only lasted a week. Yeah, that was the lead up to Right to Censor. No, Right to Censor is probably about a year away still because Right to Censor essentially comes through. Comes a point where it's like he has to cut his hair because Triple H is now like in the world title picture it's all it's it's a, it's a great point that so he's many clearly white ripping. dudes with he, long blonde hair who were just fucking had the fucking legs cut out from under them because of triple h like jericho is another one jericho is the most famous one but i think people forget how valve legitimately watch valvenus 1998 yeah no it's an amazing i as soon as you made that point i was like yep that's right because he's he's a big guy he's a high flyer his hot his work style is fucking great like even watch this matches with Kai and Tai. He keeps up with Kai and Tai really, really well, and he takes the DDT like like he takes DDT as good as Rob Van Dam. Would you say that he Kai spikes himself on his head? Would you say Kai and Tai was evil? No, yeah, no, I completely agree, and I think that it's also one of those things where it shows. Shut the fuck up, John. You shut up. Shut up, your fat. Um, shut up, your. What's McCall's? Body's good. <laughs> um. 
the other thing that's a great point out about Triple H burying Val Venus and all of them is that it also, by doing that, he also lost a lot of depth of people that he could have feuded with because an amazing and perfect setup feud would be Val Venus, I fuck Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fuck China and Stephanie all at the same time. Oh my god. How awesome. Because it, it would be weird for Triple H where it's like, well, I. I drugged her and married her, but I would never fuck that woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, but it's kind of lucky for Triple H because Valvina's had the legs cut out from under him immediately because you can't really come back from being a porn star. You can if you you couldn't do it now, but you could, you can be a wink wink nudge nudge. I fuck everybody. Like that's what wrestling's built on. But it's one of those things. But where you, you can't be. Here's the, so all right. Rick Rude, Michael P. S. Hayes. Rick Flair, wrestle first, fuck second. Val Venus, fuck first, wrestle second. I see what you're saying. The only reason he but was... Go, but go back to this, which was you could have had Val Venus as a secondary character where it's it's Sean Morley, he's that wrestler. In the same way, and I hate when they do it, but for this it would be very funny where it's like, he just can't seem to beat him. What's he going to do? And he comes out as Val Venus and all he does is shows a video of him fucking his wife. Money shot. <laughs> win yeah that's the one thing that keep in mind do. by the way the money shot uh was not him coming on the wife's face it was his Always top of the rope splash top rope splash which he did a great job of great how come there was no video where it's just a bunch of milk shooting on a woman's face and i guess like, oh sorry i went to the end <laughs> i i guess you haven't seen do you remember what his his entrance video was yeah, yeah, yeah it was just a drill it was just a bunch of like it was a drill going into wood a cannon shooting off <laughs> and then hot dogs being put in a bun and then him in a military helmet just rising up just looking at the camera and then lowering down again and then that on repeat if something greatly pointed out about the attitude era walk to the ring videos is you could see how long a guy had been in the uh, in the WWE if you went to an actual live event, based on how much actual wrestling there was on their like lie on their like entrance video. Yeah. So like Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was like Austin three sixteen Stone Cold, and then a bunch of like sw- some, like quick shots of Stone Cold stunners. Val Venus, when we saw him in like ninety nine, was just that stuff. <laughs> that's a that's the thing about. It's really good that he came along during this era because he was super over. Like, if he was on the show now, he'd be the most over guy on the show, borderline, with those same crowd reactions. Oh, my God. But the thing is... He, he was... I would say he was in the top six most over people in the company at his hottest. Yeah. Yeah. Stone Cold, Rock, Undertaker... Uh, no, Stone Cold, Rock, Mankind, Undertaker. Like... Godfather and Valvinus are five and six. People forget that mid card, man. Like no, new new AJ Law. Sorry, everyone was over. Even like Al Snow was super over. Everybody was over. Back in that time, Chaz was not over. Beaver cleavage was not over. <laughs> Again, why? I f- fuck my mom. That was his angle. Was that never brought up? Within Valvinus fucked her. They missed a lot of opportunities for Valvinus to fuck people. <laughs> also never forget intercontinental champ and i think a european champ yeah man he and a tag champ yeah he had the titles for a while mid-card triple tra- uh, uh, triple threat they tried to put him up in the main event like he feuded with uh rock mankind in austin for a bit but it's just like the kind of the other thing that he had no control over that really cut the legs out of him is like he just he got bald yeah, that doesn't affect everybody, but it's also one of those things where it was also the issue of right to censor then filtering out because as 
we're skipping over it a lot, but keep in mind it's we're forty minutes in, and we also have to talk about Chief Morley. Do you want to take a break? Yeah, we'll take a break now because we got to talk. We'll talk about the right to censor. We'll talk about the right to censor, Chief Morley. Yeah, more libertarianism. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna shit in your mouth. Yolo. Oh hey everybody, go buy our albums at DylanAgot.com, TheJohnHastings.com. Rate and subscribe to the Wrestler Review. And we're on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestler Review. Remember, every other podcast sucks my asshole. I just dropped my phone. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome back to part two. Val Venus has been ripping new assholes, then fucking them while being filmed in the WWE for the better part of a year. They're now building up. They bring in Right to Censor, which is... Of the Attitude Era, the most unsung, brilliant gimmick ever. That was so fucking good. Yeah. So over, so interesting, and they just stopped it. And I, to this day, like that could still be something that is on the fucking program. Well, here's what, so basically what happens is, uh, I just want to address this first. Within two years, Valvina's character gets super hot, then it gets pretty lame because it's like, all right, this guy's super over, can we put him at the top of the card? Yes. Yes. But they just needed to turn him heel and have him still keep that porn character. Hello, ladies. And or early on, give him a bit of the porn character and then have him do right to censor way earlier because they had him rage against um, they had him rage against like censorship and shit like that with the gold dust feud. And then he moves on to like main event like feuds where he's in the IC title mix, um, he's he's touching, feuding with the with the big four like uh, Triple H, Austin, Rock, and uh, Mankind. Oh, sorry, and Undertaker and Kane are in there too. So they w- they want him to be in that extended main event mm-hmm. thing, but it's just like he, the character that people loved was the guy who just fucked people. It was the best. And that's just a mid card character. So when it's like. When you put his want as wrestling more than banging on poo poo, then banged poo poo, pum pum, gotcha. Butts, <laughs> got it. Put that dick in the ass, cause not my, everyone my gets to do, to do that. that. That makes me special. I'm special. Dylan. I did it in your butt. Dylan does it in your ass. He likes it, likes it, likes it nice. Who wants to smoke some grass? Dylan, Dylan, Dylan does. Don't put filter on my dick. Don't put filter in my weed. Dylan's here to fuck your wife. He thinks that wedding ring is an invitation. Pop my fucking balls. Step (laughs) on my balls till they fucking pop. Oh, my God. Ball Uh, poppers. That's a thing. What? Is it? No. Oh, no. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah, envision that. Envision a woman high heel on your nut until it pops. Take it. Take it. Take it like a bitch, Stephanie. Yeah. I mean, sorry, Linda. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I got to explain this again. Yeah. Um, Back to the therapists. <laughs> but this is what Valvina said. Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Jew, it's me, Vince. Uh, Mr. McMahon, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, I'm your accountant, and my parents were Irish. How oh, were they? Then why do you have the Jew job? <laughs> now explain to me why I want to fuck my daughter, but I'm married to my wife. 
Um, check this out, homie. So here's what Vince Val Venus actually credits Vince Russo with making the Val v- with making that character and like what it lost. And this is kind of cr- the weird thing: it did lose something once Vince Russo left the company. Yes, there because was because Vince Russo. It was it was a very much Vince Russo character, and it's like, all right, bro. He fucks her, and then he actually runs her over with a car. <laughs> He's a good guy. And then new writers came in, and they were like, well, he can't just run the woman over at the end. <laughs> yeah, so, because like, so, what happened was, the reason why the heat tapered off is because it wasn't like, it's going to sound weird, but Val Venus <laughs> would like treat women how Stone Cold Steve Austin treated like... People's faces with the stunner? Yeah. He would just basically emotionally tr- stunner these women. He treated women like Stone Cold treated the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what people like to see about Val Venus, as fucked up as that sounds, is him being like, yeah, I fucked you, but now your dick, my dick smells like a hockey bag, so get the fuck out of here. Val- I don't know why he's that woman. Val Venus treated women the way the alt-right will have you think they think feminists yes. believe men to behave. Yes. Like... I just came in you, and now I threw coleslaw in your face. <laughs> Get out. Get out. I've had sex with you five times. That's a garbage can. Sit in it. <laughs> yeah. Drain me out of you. <laughs> Squeeze me out of you. Oh, no. Mm, some oh. purple stuff. <laughs> Ooh, Sunny D. So, so he goes on the right to censor. He doesn't like this era, but like he could have been the runaway star had they not... Had he have been the first dude in the right to censor, like he, so I here's, because he joins after there's a tag match. Him and Road Dog face the right to censor. Godfather and Bull Buchanan beat him up on the outside of the ring, and then drag him back and indoctrinate him. It's not his name. Was the Good Father? So Good Father, and they indoctrinate him. Now he, if he would have been the first dude, like At- just Stevie Richards and then him, and Stevie Richards is essentially his manager who like wrestle sometimes absolutely but then he would have been far better and he's a very because he's a very very good wrestler it's just that he's stuck in that val venus mold i see your point i agree with it except you're absolutely wrong in every way okay not true at all you're it's an it's an excellent point it's the best point and also there's a built-in way of having it happen which is it looks like he's seducing ivory yeah He's going to fuck Ivory to take him away from Stevie Richards. And then he's like, oh, it's a Val Venus production. And then it's just him being indoctrinated into the right to censor. And then it's just him like in a grassy field saying things like, friendship is cool. Never, oh, No sex before marriage. Like that sort of stuff. That would have been great. I absolutely agree. I think that um, – I think you're underplaying how good he was in the right to censor because he – he portrayed a – This is all from uh, – that's, that's what he said. He said he didn't like it because it wasn't fun. Maybe it wasn't fun, but once he joined, they put him over as the like, okay, Bull Buchanan is the heavy. This guy's fucking crazy. Like, this Valvina is like, I just remember there was one time on SmackDown where he ran to the ring in the because he was the only one in white pants and he mm. kicked the fuck, like, fuck out of Sean Waltman. Sean Waltman was outside and he just booted him into the sun and it looked so vicious. Yeah. It was just like, a, he was like a mad dog. It was so, like, it was compelling and interesting. And it, for me, it got him over as a vicious heel. The problem was right to censor, then they just sort of let it die on the vine. Well, the other thing was they would lose every week because they were very much like a classic response. It's, a, it's also one of those things where it's Vince McMahon does not know how to book for heels. 
they should have been running fucking rough shot over the mid card. The only one they had good is they did the fake neck injury with China. Will China be able to face Ivory? They should have done that with everyone, where they literally are controlling the mid card. Vince McMahon is distracted by them because they are interfering in matches. He's concerned he's gonna they're gonna interfere in like a world title match, stuff like that. Where it's Stone Cold shouldn't be in a program with any one of them, but if they are a tertiary issue in Stone Cold's main program, and you build it over Raw, so okay, and it also takes the pressure off of him having to fight with Vince McMahon because they would have as big a problem with Vince as they would with Stone Cold in a similar way to the Ministry of Dark. If there was so much with the right to censor angle that was totally lost that re- it fucking pisses me off to this day because that could have gone on for years. That could be still a it, that that could have been the WWE's Four Horsemen. It could have been a legacy thing for sure. Yeah, like during that Attitude Era, like, but they because they are the yin to DX's yang. Yes, but they just never they never had someone who they liked enough doing the right to censor thing, and plus it was attached to the parent teacher council, which like Vince obviously fucking hated because now they're eating into his pocket. Like you forget what they had. Like, people who didn't go into the right to censor, like Val Venus, they wanted to stop that character. They wanted to stop the Godfather character. The porn star thing, I don't, like, the porn star thing is whatever. The, the Godfather character, obviously, you gotta stop that. Pimps aren't good. Yeah. Um, he thinks women are property. But then they had to change. And he's right. But they had to put a lot of people in the right to censor. Like, remember, like, remember the New Age Outlaws got broken up and it was the one Billy Gunn because they couldn't say Mr. Ass anymore? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's that's your other option with keeping these characters going. It's just, yeah, I mean, but it's, again, revisionist. You, you but it's revisionist that, but. history, but it's also that if you're going to switch up, because the thing with the right to censor is it's also the inevitable, you put them in that for a year, and then it's one of them breaks out, and then you get supply and demand. You get fat and load, Bull Buchanan and Val Venus. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do something here. You're going to, just let me tell you this, uh, how many years was Val Venus in the WWF? Seven years. Eleven. Holy shit. He is like... Cause, so after right, right to Censor, all I know is Chief Morley, and that's it. He is... He he should come back and be managed by Alicia Fox, and they should be called... Uh, Can you believe everybody it? Everybody pretty likes it. Everyone yeah. likes us. It's fine that we're still here. Like, Kane... Kane longest... Gim- longest in the Fed while no one cared, probably. But... 11 years for Val Venus? I that's shocking. I the he last He was bald Val Venus for longer than he was with long hair Val Venus. I only remember him briefly being Chief Morley. He was the chief of the locker room. He was Eric Bischoff's bitch when Eric Bischoff yeah. was the GM. Yeah. So they tried to bring him back in because he was talented, but it's like his heart wasn't in it anymore. And he didn't really like wrestling. Like wrestling is one of those things it's like it's it's you know, it's the art. It's as much as you want to hate it, it's the fucking art, okay? So yeah. <laughs> So, he's like doesn't care enough to make things work. Wrestling is all the talent wrestling is theater for people that would have shot up a school, but they didn't have the confidence to get a gun. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> us, yeah, us. <laughs> I got a gun. I got to spray my I spray the cool. I cummed on every door in that school. <laughs> cummed on the doors. That's how you. That's your school shooting was a was a one man bukaki. Yeah, my school shooting was my loads. A did you bu- ever jack off at school, John? I did not, but I know a great deal of people that did. That's insane to me. One. Okay, off the top of my head, three. <laughs> three. We had one kid. He. This guy. Like this guy. I. 
I have not looked up where he is in life. I guarantee if I put it in, it's going to say jail or dead. But that guy kept getting caught with just playing with his shit in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Got caught jacking off in the to- in, in class more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, and was finally expelled because he knocked over a porta potty and started throwing the shit at the office window. Which, even though it was a summer day, they had luckily closed the window because the construction was bothering them. <laughs> and if not... Those poor women would have been covered in construction worker shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. While you, ta- I'm looking up where this guy is right now. I'm gonna see if he's on any sort of social media. Venus essentially just he's Chief Morley. Uh, he's a tag champ with uh, Lance Storm for a bit. I honestly don't know how he kept his job because literally he was in. They gave him a shot at being like kind of a main eventer with the the right of censor. And then they just didn't do anything with him. No, they didn't do for the next seven shit. years. But they kept him on as just like a job guy. But he's not even effective as a job guy because he's like he's not taking as good a care of himself. Like he's not uh, ripped up or anything. But he's still too big to be just like a guy you beat in a match. So he really doesn't do anything for six years. Just hangs out, probably yeah. complains about taxes, talks to Vince McMahon. Oh, uh, definitely complains about taxes. <laughs> he complained about, this is something he actually said, is he's reaching for how socialism's bad and big government's bad, and he says, like, like why do you need a driver's license? He thinks you should just be able to drive a fucking car. I want you to know, by the way. Uh, That's fucking ludicrous. No record of this guy on the internet. That guy's, he's dead. No, he's not. You can't. You can find anyone on the fucking internet, mate. You can find anyone on the internet. Anybody. There's a girl I went to school with who we uh, all are worried about. Still has no Facebook. No Facebook. No twits. Terrifying. Yeah, she. She doesn't know condom, bro. Even my mommy got fucking Facebook. Even my mommy does it on Facebook. So basically, it's it's a, really a tale of like. Solid mid Carter, they didn't turn him at the right time, or maybe they did for the right time. I mean, he's got eleven years out of being a fucking pro wrestler in WWE. He, of course, of course, of course, he's uh, on the Indies for a year doing uh, Mexico, and then goes right to total nonstop, non-stop action. action with TNA uh, in 2010. He actually beats Jeff Jarrett. Like Vince Russo loved this fucking guy. Of course he did. He thought it was great. Yeah, he he went over Christopher He takes Daniels orders. That's why I like him. He beat him immediately. Uh, he beat Chris Daniels immediately. Like, fuck off, man. And then he left with the change uh, to Monday nights uh, because it fucked with his Mexico stuff. Uh, and what is he doing now, John? He's working for the Libertarian Party of the United States. Nope. He owns a string of dispensaries. Weeds dispensaries? Of course he fucking does. He calls them marijuana cigarettes, though, still. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of weird to be like, if you're going to be a pot lobbyist, probably don't get the ex-porn star dude. No, no. The the ex-fake porn star. Yeah. He didn't even have the bravery to fuck on camera. He pretended. (laughs) Yeah, don't get the ex- a uh, pro wrestler porn star guy who doesn't wear a doesn't wear a suit and tie. He just wears a fucking tap out hat. Almost covers his whole fucking face. Excuse me. 
Excuse me, sir. Why are you wearing a Tottenham Football Club jersey and Under Armour? I must only assume underwear. I didn't realize that I had to pay taxes on my fashion choices as well. Libertarians are kind of, like he's kind of crazy. I Libertarians. Here's my problem with libertarians. Pick a fucking side. You don't get to go. No rules. Oh fuck you. There's rules. Oh, okay. Then you don't get a road. But even my problem with libertarianism is it's also just one of those things where there's it's not a viable option. You pay in what you like. You make what you need. Some people can't do that. You're relying on other people being nice to other people. Essentially what libertarianism is like, uh, oh, disabled people are just, they just starve. <laughs> well, it's also one of those things where it's, it's then it's it's to each his own. It's a it's the right-wing version of socialism, which is it's yeah. mine. So I'll take care of me and my friends. Yeah. You figure it out. No cops. Yeah. No cops. I no- live in the woods. No cops. My rules. Yeah, like it's again. It's one of those. Get that where- car. Get out of my. Get out of my bed. My bed. Get out of my bed. That's my car. What's also weird is it's very strange to have a Canadian libertarian. Like the only other Canadian libertarian I know refers to himself as that Canadian guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because uh, he talks about Morley talks about how he had to unlearn all this stuff about socialism, and now and he just railing on Canada and the healthcare and how shit it is, and then now he's like. The place that's making weed legal is Canada. I would love to hear his fucking because he loves weed. Because that's the funny thing. Does he, like, is any he a- extremity like libertarianism, you can agree with some stuff and not agree with others. And he talks about like how he just started smoking weed uh, instead of doing pills. And uh, he tried to get Tess to smoke weed, and he got Tess to smoke weed for a year. And then the night that killed him, essentially, because Tess was one of his good, really good friends. Yeah. The night that killed him was he was just like Tess decided I'm going to get as fucked up as possible one night, and then. That's how they lost. Here's the crazy thing. Sean Waltman, actual porn star, Velvinus, actual pothead. Went on television, portrayed the opposite. Whoa. Well, they, I mean, looks are looks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Looks are looks. So what's the best thing about Velvinus? He was the most over, the most fast ever. The best, I would say best debut Best pairing of look and gimmick that led to the hottest heel as fast as possible. He wasn't a heel. When he debuted, he was supposed to be a heel. And they're like, "No, oh, this no. is cool." Oh no, wait. he fucks people. I want to fuck people. I'm he's, 14. He's Stone Cold Steve Austin with his dick. Yeah, <laughs> his his dick is the stunner. <laughs> that woman's a whore. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't. Disc- I'm gonna say, what's the best thing about him? I think is like really, he's really underrated. Like, he's uh, your whole point is that. What killed his career was Triple H's rise. Absolutely fucking great. Two. It's why we have this podcast. <laughs> that kind of insight. It's this is why we cast. Show us your loved ones goodies. <laughs> podcast starts now. Polaroid of a woman who doesn't know what's happening. Send it to wrestlerreview at gmail.com. <laughs> Don't do that, actually. <laughs> so, so I shouldn't have said that. Um, the time is, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so, yeah, he's like he's really underrated. So I guess I'm going to say work rate and promos. He could, fucking get, he could fucking talk. Worst thing. He was not allowed to be Val Venus in the extreme aggression era oh, when they yeah. when they would have actually showed either fluids. Hello, dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, 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 ah. Ah. 
an old dead lady. Here's the thing. The idea that he... Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Wait a minute. You don't have feeling. Ha ha ha. Dead body. Okay. Katie Vic, now Katie Sticky. For some yeah. reason, he's on the outside of the company and has not been used in that funny sort of cameo way and that they absolutely could have used him. Like... They should have brought him back for an old school Raw something, but they can't because his gimmick is he, doesn't, he fucks people. He doesn't look enough like he used to, and he it's one thing to piss no, off. No, fuck off. Greg the Hammer Valentine doesn't look, look the way he used to. Roddy Piper did not look the way he used to. But here's the other thing why they won't bring him back. is because it's one thing to he say Vince Trump. McMahon's a fucking loser on a shoot. Oh, yeah, okay. But it's another thing to... He actually has dispensaries, and they actually test for weed. You know, to them, that's like opening up a steroid shop. He literally is an active member of a community that they, they don't test against. They don't. They don't fuck with. And he has come out not against. Oh, the, what the fucking wrestling now is bullshit. He has come out against corporate views they have. Yeah, like, he, like legitimately, like corporate. Yeah, he's coming out of SOPA. I'm sure he's probably against them contributing to Donald Trump because Donald Trump, in some ways, is good for business, in other ways, is not going to be able to do any of the things that libertarians want them to do. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. He's it's like a higher. And the other thing is like Sean Morley is just I don't know, man. He just reminds me of some of my like my uncles. <laughs> he's just like oh yeah, weed no. should be legal. There's no rules. If your mom hurts her back, I shoot her in the legs. <laughs> Like anybody else. Here's the thing. If you ever want to know, like Sean Morley is way closer to an actual Canadian man. Just he's wearing a collared shirt that shouldn't have a collar. He's talking about getting inebriated and also the government in a way that is making us all nervous. (laughs) He's alluding to the fact he's going to give you a gun, but he's not done it yet because he doesn't trust you. Nice tense five minutes coming up for conversation, (laughs) isn't there? Yeah. He's the kind of guy that would give you chips and then ask you for some money. <laughs> Me. Actually happened. What is your worst thing? His hairline. His hairline's the worst thing. Sensitive. He goes from cuz it's 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 shitty that they didn't like ride just ride it out when you see the male porn stars who are just too old. <laughs> just a bit too old. Yeah, there is always that one old guy who plays a non-fucking character in uh yeah. porn. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing there, man? Yeah, exactly. Like, if he would have just went full Ron Jeremy and they could have paid him to do that, like, if they would have just, like, <laughs> paid him to, like, all right, here's, like, I'm sorry, Sean, but uh, you're balding now and you're, like, I mean, I don't know if he was ever on steroids, but certainly, like, his his physique was better in the Attitude Era than it was later on. I mean, that might just be a function of aging and whatever, but anyway. Oh, uh, critical of someone else's body. A little rich coming from you, Dylan. Perfect fucking body, though. <laughs> Perfect body. True. Hard dicks. All I'm saying is, horseshoe, mustache, does anyone want to fuck? Super desperate to fuck guy. I would also have liked to see him in a tag team with Gilbert called Last Resorts. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. Who could you pair him up in a tag team with? But, I mean, he did some fun stuff. Fandango. Chris Jericho. He Not was Jericho. a he was a porn star. The other one looks like a porn star now. <laughs> Just started getting tattoos at fifty six. Yeah. Oh, it's the most embarrassing thing in the world. 
That's the end of Alvinus, everybody. Hello, lady who listens. Um, guys, thanks for coming. Next week we're doing... C-U-M-I-N-G. The Mouth. Speaking of a guy whose <laughs> guy who's, um, wife definitely should have been fucked by Val Venus. Imagine what that would have been called. The Mouth of the South's Mouth Goes South. The Mouth of the South, Down South Mouth. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. I am here to fuck. So is Jimmy Hart. Okay? Jimmy Hart, the man who probably, I th- uh, not probably, I think did the least in pro wrestling. More on that next week. Follow that up. He is the catalyst for the most embarrassing moment in WrestleMania history. Mm. More on that next week. Ha 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 ha! Impression of Jimmy Hart laughing. For Dylan Gott, my name's John Hastings. Go out there and jack off to some quality Japanese porn. (laughs) (laughs) Choppy, choppy pee-pee, everybody. Your assignment for this week, find a guy that looks the most like Val Venus and rub your dick till it bleeds. No foreskins on this show. <laughs> if you got a foreskin, <laughs> don't fucking listen. Our captain. We don't want your weird elephant dicks here. Our captain don't wear their. <laughs> oh my god. We got helmets. This is the helmet fucking show. Booyah. Welcome to hell. Welcome to what? <laughs> Take a look around here. World Wrestling Federation. Man, oh man, I'm telling you what. Stained with vulgar language. Stained with aggression, and yes, stained with sex. Is he talking about the Clint Star Report or what? Val Venus? I told you he's coming. And when he gets here, you will repent. I promise you. Repent? Repent for what, Dustin? Because I work hard? Or is it because I play hard? (laughs) And by the way, Dustin, speaking of work, let me introduce you to my latest video entitled... The Preacher's Wife. What? Preacher's Wife? Hello, Dustin. You know something? After you jumped me from behind last night, I was a little hurt. (laughs) In fact, I even needed a little TLC. So after I got back to the hotel, I made a little phone call to the one person who could take my mind off all my aches and pains and make the big Balboski stand proud once again. <laughs> oh my God. And again. It's his wife. That's his wife. Oh my God. I thought Dustin and his wife were trying to reconcile. (laughs) I guess getting on your knees, Dustin, 
runs in the family. Oh my gosh. Dustin Reynolds is in shock. As are we. That's his, that was his wife, Carrie. And you see what Val had to say? Was that one of those Bill Clinton cigars? I don't know. Oh man, well. We gotta get Dustin out of here. He's rather distraught, ladies and gentlemen. This is gonna be an epic night.